is that correct? Yes, it is. Um, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, my name is John Smeal with TB Woods. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, sleeve couplings uh, today. And when we talk about sleeve couplings, we're talking about um, the, the rubber couplings you see there on the slide, um, commonly known as uh, the, the, the Sureflex in the industry. And that's uh, because TB Woods was the first to introduce this style of coupling uh, with our Sureflex branded product. Um, as you just heard, um, there's, uh, I think the common theme here is that there is no one coupling that is perfect for all applications. Um, certain types of couplings are more tolerant to misalignment than others. Um, where you're going to find sleeve couplings most often is going to be on your basic uh, pump application, uh, pumps, compressors, fans, uh, blowers, typically in the what I'll call the medium horsepower range. Um, you know, in the, uh, probably the sweet spot is, say, 5 to 100 horsepower, um, relatively low speeds, uh, typically 1750, 3600 RPM in that range. Um, and it's typically going to be used where you need a lower cost coupling uh, that is very forgiving um, and very tolerant of, of slight alignment errors on installation. So when we talk about alignment, um, you know, typically when, when people talk alignment, they're referring to two different types of alignment. Uh, angular misalignment, as you see in the sketch on the left, um, and a graphical representation of parallel offset misalignment on the right. Um, you can have, and generally do have, a combination of both um, in, in both the vertical and horizontal planes. Uh, alignment is critical both for the life of the connected equipment and for the life of the coupling. Uh, with every type of coupling, the more misalignment you have, the more reaction loads you're going to have on the bearings and the connected equipment, which is going to tend to um, shorten the life of your bearings, shorten the life of your seals. So although alignment is going to make the coupling last longer, you're really doing it to make the, the equipment last longer because that's the expensive uh, part of the system. Um, you know, additionally, you want to make sure that when you're designing your system that the mounting of the connected equipment is as rigid as possible. Uh, if you have uh, flexible uh, machine bases, um, you're going to find that uh, although your alignment may be perfect and you can laser align or dial indicator or use any kind of precision method to align, as soon as you turn that equipment on and it's subjected to torque or maybe you connect piping to the pump and you have some some pipe strain that wants to move the pump around, um, you're going to find that if your uh, equipment is not rigidly mounted, uh, you're going to induce a lot of misalignment into the system. Um, you know, and in some cases, depending on the type of coupling you're using, that can exceed the, the coupling alignment limits. Um, as everybody else said, and I'll, I'll reiterate, when you're doing your initial installation, you want to get the alignment as close to perfect as possible. Um, because the coupling's job is to allow for the, the inevitable misalignment that occurs during operation. Um, another type of misalignment is uh, axial misalignment. Um, in many applications, uh, the coup you need a coupling that can accommodate some kind of axial misalignment, um, basically thermal growth. Um, you know, sleeve-bearing motors where the, the rotor wants to find its magnetic center. 
Um, and there, you know, as, as I think we all said, there there is no uh, one coupling design that is perfect for all applications. Um, certain types of couplings are better at accommodating this than others. So when we talk about sleeve couplings, a sleeve coupling is an elastomer and shear coupling uh, with rather generous misalignment limits. Um, the sleeve coupling consists of three basic components. Uh, you have your two flanges that mount on the shaft and then you have a rubber insert. Uh, the rubber insert um, essentially has a, what we call four-way flexing where it can accommodate axial parallel and angular misalignment while providing some torsional flexibility to isolate shock loads. Um, with different types of couplings, I think you saw an illustration of a gear coupling earlier. Gear couplings in each flex plane can accommodate angular misalignment, but you really need two flex planes to accommodate parallel. Uh, with, with a Sureflex sleeve style coupling and many other types of elastomeric couplings, you can accommodate um, angular and parallel uh, with a single flex plane. Um, so the misalignment is accommodated through flexing the, the polymer sleeve or flex element. Uh, there's no lubrication or maintenance required. Um, basically, if you install it, you align it, your equipment is, is rigidly mounted, uh, you're going to get a lot of life out of uh, sleeve type coupling. So this presentation is going to focus on very simple uh, installation and alignment techniques. Um, We're going to talk about how to do basic straight edge uh, caliper um, alignment. Uh, as, as mentioned earlier, uh, typically as you get into um, petrochem plants, people where they have reliability engineers, uh, they're kind of moving away from simple straight edge misalignment um, and getting into reverse dial indicator and laser. Uh, however, when you're dealing with uh, sleeve type coupling in a lower horsepower application, a lot of times you don't have room for those kinds of tools. Uh, a lot of times these are going to be used in, in water pumps that are used in uh, commercial buildings for HVAC, for example, where uh, maintenance techs don't necessarily have access to that equipment or the expertise to use that type of equipment. And the nice thing about a sleeve type coupling is it is, um, as mentioned earlier, relatively forgiving. Uh, and straight edge and caliper misalignment um, is, is, is effective. It, it works and it's going to get you um, as close as you need to be to, to get long life out of that coupling and, and out of the connected equipment. So the, the basic tools required, um, you need a straight edge, um, calipers, torque wrench, and uh, appropriate sockets for the set screws. So to install a sleeve type coupling is very simple. You have uh, three components, two flanges and a sleeve. Uh, there's no loose hardware. Um, you know, the installation is accomplished by basically installing the flanges on the shaft, uh, positioning, positioning them properly and tightening the set screws. Um, when you install the sleeve, the sleeve must be seated fully in the flange and the sleeve should be centered in the shaft gap. Uh, you don't want to leave um, a, a lot of axial play uh, between the sleeve and the flange. You basically want to lightly seat it with hand pressure um, and make sure that you're centering that sleeve um, in between the two shaft ends. Um, it is acceptable for the flanges to overhang the shaft ends by a little bit. For example, if you have uh, 
a spacing that doesn't closely align with, with one of uh, a, a standard spacing configuration available in a manufacturer's catalog, you can overhang those shafts or those flanges off the shaft a little bit. Um, and the typical rule of thumb is that uh, you need 0.85 times shaft diameter uh, engagement length. Um, it's also very important to torque your set screws to spec. Uh, virtually every type of elastomer coupling is going to generate uh, axial um, forces. And if you don't have those uh, set screws tightened to spec, if you just give them a light twist with an Allen wrench, there's a good possibility that the, the flange or hub can move on the shaft. So let's talk about parallel alignment. Um, with the SureFlex style coupling, um, the, the sleeve couplings are manufactured to where the uh, OD of the flange uh, is held very tight relative to the bore. You have a very tight runout tolerance and you can use the OD of the flange to do your alignment checks. Um, with the straight edge, uh, straight edge method, you basically want to put the straight edge on the circumference of the flange and you want to check it in multiple places around the circumference. Do not rotate the coupling um, when you're doing this. So after you've done your, your checks in multiple places, you essentially want to measure the gap uh, between that straight edge and the, the opposing flange and compare that to your published misalignment limits. Um, every manufacturer is going to publish some misalignment limits. Um, and you want to make sure, again, as said, was said earlier, that you stay as close to zero as possible. Uh, as somebody else mentioned, generally we tell people to stay within a third of the published limits uh, to allow for the coupling to do its job once the equipment is in operation. For angular misalignment, uh, you're going to want to put your calipers on the back face of the flange near the OD and again, check in multiple places around the circumference. Do not rotate the coupling. Uh, you want to measure any gap and compare that to the published limits in the manufacturer's uh, installation manual. And you want to correct that as required. And again, the closer you can get the alignment, the longer the coupling's going to last, the longer the equipment's going to last. Um, it's also important to check alignment uh, in the case of like a pump, for example. Once the base plate is mounted and fully grouted, the pipes are connected. Um, typically, a pump manufacturer is going to do a, a misalignment on that pump package before it leaves the factory. It's very important that once it gets out in the field and gets installed, that alignment is checked because of all the things we talked about earlier. Um, you know, base plates can move. You connect piping to the pump. It can be uh, move things around a little bit. So you want to always check uh, the alignment at the final installation. It's also very important to make sure that all hardware is tightened, uh, that the proper coupling guard is installed before operating the equipment, and uh, you want to make sure you're observing proper lockout tagout procedures and wearing uh, proper personal protective equipment before attempting installation and alignment. And that's about all I have. Um, be happy to answer any questions at the end.